It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello and good morning and welcome to Do It With Dan. Allow me to introduce my guest, Dr. Anne Jensen, a fellow traveler, a hobo of sorts, although currently situated in upstate New York. Dr. Anne, please say hello to the listeners. Hello, everyone. Nice to be here this morning. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? I, I, just so you know, guys, I just basically scared Dr. Anne with a big list of things I normally randomly do to guests when they get on the show and then was terribly polite. But that's because I am sitting in gratitude with Dr. Anne Jensen today, given that last week I had a beautiful experience with her healing of HeartSpeak. HeartSpeak is totally groovy. I don't normally do this, but I'm going to ask Dr. Anne to give us just a couple of minutes on what HeartSpeak is and just why you need it in your life. Take it away, Dr. Anne. Yeah, great. So HeartSpeak is, is like a next generation emotional release technique. It uses science, the science of feeling called affective science, the science of memory and learning and neuro and cutting edge neuroscience to, we, we say, uh, soften triggers and diminish the emotional investment you have. And these, these things could be showing up in your life as feeling bad, you know, just feeling bad for no reelings, stress, anxiety, depression, physical symptoms like indigestion or, or, or rashes or headaches or something like that. Or it could be those, those memories that when you think of it, it's like, Ugh. those things are still there and they're affecting you. So hard speak can actually reduce the emotional investment on these, on previous trauma, previous stresses. So we can just live with ease. And guys, you need to understand just how decidedly groovy this technology is we had a, a like a little session last week not even like a full proper deep dive session was it It was just like a little sample session wasn't it dr and that you did with me pretty much yeah. and i've had issues with my tummy for the last good lord easily 10 11 years and i know that it's related to um damage done from stress and i know it's it's stress related However, within 45 minutes, what was like a nine in terms of my feeling in my tummy was taken down to one and then a complete zero. And I've also been given some really groovy tools to, to work with if it tries to pop up again, just to expand through it. So in terms of clearing, and uh, Dr. Anne doesn't know this, but I'm going to be speaking to her about coming on our clearing masterclass, which we're going to be bringing out next January. This is a, so, a total super hack. You literally go in and hack your emotional connection to a memory or experience and rewrite it. You take it back to this primordial wobbly state and basically switch it. So in terms of reframing, those of you that have seen any of my videos on reframing or listen to me talk about reframing or even if those of you are a, a client or, or one of our programs, you know reframing is all about taking an experience and turning it on its head so that you can still sit in gratitude with it well, Dr. Tank can go right back and use his muscle testing and all this other funky, magical, lovely stuff to actually just take something and just hack the reframe, which is totally groovy. But where... Okay, so let's, let's just talk about one, uh, something. So you went to Oxford University to do your PhD, right? 
And a master's, yeah. First a master's, then a PhD, yeah. So first of all, guys, just so you know, those of you who don't know what Oxford University is, it's like, so I'm from the UK, as you know, there are two universities that are just like creme de la creme. Those of you who know my story in depth know that I actually I got into Keble College, Oxford, to study PPE, although I lost my place many years ago, and that was part of the start of my journey. But it's not easy to get into... <laughs> Because you don't apply to the university, you apply to a college, and a college may only have two or three spaces for the course that you want to do. And then if you want to go back for postgrad, it's even more competitive. So just so you know, this is a very, very humble and lovely and sweet as she sounds. This is a super brain that we have on the, on the podcast today, guys. So respect something. Where did your journey take you from what seems like a very academic-y, brain-related thing into what appears to be quite a mindful and almost spiritual in its nature uh, type of technology. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I, I, when I went to Oxford, I, I was practicing in North Queensland in Australia and I knew I was missing something. I knew there was more to, you know, what my patients were expressing and sent, as far as symptoms goes. So I, I started looking around and, I, and really I fell right into the emotional world, the emotional healing, emotional release techniques. Absolutely loved it. Went to Oxford to try and do some research about it because the changes I was seeing in people were absolutely mind-boggling. They could change people's you know, 30 years of symptoms just like that. Wow. So, and I wanted to make sure I was doing what I was seeing in practice was actually happening. Okay. So uh, I, I applied to Oxford and I got in. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just, hey guys, I just want to check something out. How do you feel about me? Here's my work. Here's me. Hope to hear from you soon. And they were like, hey, super brain, come and join us in the elite. Like if you're listening to this in the States, this is the Ivy League of Ivy Leagues. I mean, Ivy League type universities in England include, uh, I think Ab Aberdeen's in there. No, St. Andrews, sorry. Um, Bristol's in there, um, Warwick. Uh, there's a couple of like old school, like unis or whatever in the UK. But this is the Ivy League of Ivy Leagues. And, and, and you just randomly like, hey, I'm just going to just... And you were in Australia. Why, yeah. why were you in Australia? This isn't an Australian accent. Like, no, I, I, I migrated. I, I grew up in New York and I migrated to Australia. And I, I realized that what I was doing was quite out there and I and I knew that if you know I just went to the local university to do a PhD or even a master's it wouldn't be as accepted as if I went to somewhere like an Ivy League or, or the Oxford. Okay okay okay. So, so I just threw my name in the hat and <laughs> pulled it out. So it's, it's about um, and I, I love that because I mean the world is waking up now to the whole power of mindfulness meditation is becoming a much bigger thing it's getting um not proposed, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's getting accepted in the, in, in the mainstream as a lot of mainstream sort of celebrities and stuff are talking about meditation. And I think it started with the whole yoga movement. I think yoga probably came first with everyone with their yoga pants and blah, blah, blah. Although I myself, I mean, I practice Kundalini yoga and I know that a lot of the, the popcorn yoga that we have in a lot of yoga studios, I'm not knocking everyday yoga, but there is yoga and there's yoga um mm. 
but still it's a great gateway a lot of people that come in for the yoga end up going into the yoga and actually getting a lot of the real deep tools and technology and it's the same with meditation people start with you know i'm just going to just keep my mind quiet and then actually understand the true power and connectivity and magic that you can get with mm-hmm. with the meditation um, but we're seeing that open up this whole world to people i mean i fell into this whole world of mindfulness and spirituality accidentally as well you know i went along to uh, a progressive course by Dr. Joe Dispenza in Berlin thinking, um, I read a couple of these books and I'm like, all right, cool. This guy's really cool. I, I do visualization and goal setting anyway. This is going to be like the next level of it. When it's like, forget that. I just bless my energy centers. You know, that's what I but I love that people like yourself are bringing this bridge and, and Dr. Joe as well, uh, Greg Braden and Bruce Lipton and a few other great minds are bringing this bridge between car sign science nobody can question the science of what you're doing because like you said you went to a top institution and said hey guys this is my science this is the effect this is where it's from you know here's the here's the spiritualities like mindfulness like metaphysical thing in the middle but look at my numbers yeah right so i i for one applaud and i'm heartfeltly grateful for you joining the vanguard of people opening up the world to the beauty of, of, of this way of seeing it. Thank you. Yeah, sure. I mean, when this whole movement started of mindfulness and the emotional release techniques back in the 80s, I, I reckon it was about the 80s, we didn't know what we do now know about the brain. So that's why I call Heartspeak the next generation. It mm-hmm. uses this new information to literally hack into the brain and change it. No, I, I love it. And especially as, you know, like in my own work, I'm very much a proponent of, I mean, step two of your intention is all about coming back to the present moment. But one of the things that I, I'm so hot on is that, yeah, we can have all these great theories and I can say, yeah, get back to the present moment and create your new life. But that doesn't really mean anything if you don't have the practical steps to apply to get back to the present moment. Um, and energy traps, loops, stuck states, they're all results of being pulled from the present moment by past experiences. Yeah. And so many people, I mean, I've got some, I mean, the clinical encyclopedias that I share with people in workshops and with our coaching clients, that's a lot of stuff they could do themselves, you know, whether it's tapping and yes. uh, meditation is a great clearing tool to cut those ties to an imagined future or uh, 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 the illusion of the past. But sometimes the, the past and even anxiety related to an imagined future is so great that yeah. we have to do something that in beyond intention we call deep clearing, which is coming to magicians such as yourself and really digging deep and finding out, okay, what's going on here? Where is this memory? What is it? Okay, let's, let's flip that. Yeah, about the being a magician, I'm trying to actually make all this energy, psychology, energy, uh, healing techniques coming on that's my campaign this year um emerging from the mystical that's my uh oh my gosh i've got this whole thing of something that i want to do an event i've got an event and i've got a keynote i want to do called demystifying the mystical yeah exactly we have to emerge from the mystical and make it normal this is normal it's normal yeah. to meditate it's normal to do hard speak it's no. normal to want to grow and evolve Amazing, amazing. One of the um, one of the slides in my mind movie is the supernatural is my natural. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Super. That's it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, all of this technology, all of these tools are here for us to yeah. really have the most out of life. And it's sad, I think, um, sad, beautiful, have you want to look at it, that sometimes we get so caught up in 
these you know fifth dimensional you know metaphysical tools that we lose sight of the fact that the true power of them is to actually enhance our three-dimensional experience our three-dimensional experience the true power of them is that we can have more joy right now because we're free of the demons of the past we can have more joy right now because we're more full and whole fully operating being because we're doing our spiritual practice every day like i just i yeah i'm with you let's demystify it and bring those tools in and express a more fulfilled more joyful more loving supernatural is an actual everyday experience because we're here to live right yeah exactly we are you know spiritual beings having a physical experience we're here for reason mm-hmm. let's make the most of this physicality and that's what heart speak does it works in the here and the now although it can change the past and the yeah. future <laughs> <laughs> but uh, change can only happen in the now because now it's all that's actually real so yeah, yeah it, it just brings us back to that place of power where we can make new choices to create new experiences for ourselves. We can be free of the so-called chains and bonds of these experiences that are just caught up in this emotional mismatch. But yeah, I'm with you. I will no longer call you a magician. I will call you just a superhero. <laughs> can I call you a superhero? Is that Never, as long as I can call you one as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. If you were a superhero, who would you be and why? Oh, I always imagined Xena, man. Totally. Oh my God, I can totally see it. Oh, I can yeah. totally see the Xena. Yeah. But can you do the, the little word? No, 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 no. <laughs> can, you yeah. can you do it? I can't do that. No, I can do that. <laughs> I can't do that. We have to practice that. We have to practice that. And yeah. backflips. Oh, I can do backflips on a diving board. Okay, Xena. Okay, Dr. Xena. Yeah. Just so you know, I have this thing that... Every now and then, someone gets a random nickname from me, and the moment that it comes out, it just doesn't go. Oh. So, you're Dr. Zena now. I'm sorry. Oh, could be worse. <laughs> totally love that. Totally love that. What's the most amazing? I know you, there's going to be levels of confidentiality and stuff like that, but without breaking that, in terms of transition, transmutation, change, shifts that you've seen, what would you say is the number one? in your experience, one that really you felt, I'm badass, look what I just did. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of, um, it it was kind of a series, a whole year of like, my world collapsing, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Certain mentors dying or leaving me or, uh, what's it called? Uh, Telling me to, you know, or quitting me. What is that oh. called? You know, um, firing me. Yeah. Um, and just a series of losing jobs and that. But, you know, through all that process, you know, my, actually it happened in my very first year of uh, my PhD. And someone said to me before I started, you know, after the PhD, you will, you will, your life will be completely different. And I said, yeah, 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 whatever. Holy cow. One by one, the whole my whole universe started to change, and everything changed. And within a year, boom, I was left like out of the ashes, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was it was hard, mm-hmm. but I learned so much that year. I learned I could do it on my own. I learned I could stand on my own two feet. I learned I had a voice. Mm-hmm. Super powerful, and I'm so grateful for everyone who told me to rack off. <laughs> <laughs> Because sometimes people see contrast in their experience and they don't see the beauty of it. They don't see the lesson in it. And, and I know that it's difficult to see and challenging to see in the moment, like when you're trapped in the muck of it. 
uh, which is one of the reasons why it's always so great because it pulls us out of the muck to see things for, for the illusion of what it is. But yeah, so often what appears to be a, a, a bending challenge at the start, what appears to be a curse can really become our biggest blessings. That which appears to be our greatest adversity can actually be our greatest gifts, right? Yeah, absolutely. I had a recent breakup and, um, and I was so sad and so, you know, grieving and all that. And, and then some voice, I don't know if it was in my head or not in my head, <laughs> it said to me, why are you sad? And, I, and then I asked myself that, and, I'm, I, and the answer was I was sad because everyone thought I should be sad, but remove that, are you really sad? And it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, I love that. And I've been hammering on about this um, of late with every all my poor clients whatever insights they get in my meditations and stuff and chats like this i'm like okay this is a new thing to hammer on about that everybody's going to hear about it multiple times but this whole thing of letting go of the story and i had my brain coaching um i was in my brain coaching class last week and this is what actually lisa was talking about last night lisa marini by the way guys check out lmarinibraincoaching.com check out my brain coach she's amazing um, we we're talking about how the amygdala just starts making these stories up about stuff and going through what those loops are that we create in our mind. But once we break free of the story associated with an experience, we're often left with such freedom that often the experience either completely changes in its substance yeah. or just we come to these great realizations like you did. You didn't really care about the relationship breaking up. You cared about everybody's story, everybody else's stories your story was everyone else's stories about our oh, relationships are supposed to go for forever. And Oh my God, you guys were perfect together. And I've seen this before as well with people. It's like when they sit and think, it's like, no, we weren't perfect together. What's happening? Yeah. Bullshit. But everyone thought that we were, you know, our yeah. photos were really good. And people yes. <laughs> were perfectly matched intellectually and yeah. our, our careers were aligned and stuff. But it's like, totally. <laughs> Behind the scenes, it was a different story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dr. Zeno, totally, totally, totally. Um, have you had any other great insights um, in relation to, to breaking free of stories? Yeah, so I often give this as a challenge to clients and um, people that I work with is don't just try not explaining things for an hour go through, don't explain anything or describe anything for an hour. And if you make the hour, try the whole day. It's so, it sets you free. If you didn't have to waste all those resources explaining why you said no to something, mm -hmm. there's, you have so much energy, so much resources to do other things. Oh my God, I'm putting that in my list. I'm stealing that, Dr. Zena. Don't, I'm just typing it. Don't explain, I'm typing this guys, because this is amazing. Anyone who has coaching with me after this, cool. <laughs> we're getting new homework. Don't explain anything. Try it. And if that succeeds, allow a full day. That's amazing. I like that one. Yeah, it's a great one. I like that one. What would you say is um, the biggest cultural difference that you've experienced? The cultural, have you experienced any culture shocks? in your traveling around? I do a lot of traveling. I do, yeah. I, I spent actually six, seven years traveling between Australia, New Zealand, America, Canada, and Europe, mostly in England. But 
I find, I try, as a result, I'm quite open to, you know, learning about new cultures and things. And the biggest culture shock actually is coming back to America, to be honest. It's like, <laughs> whoa, I'm here. I can't believe it. <laughs> like I, and there's that. There's then I then I started grieving the the America that I grew up in, and it's not not it doesn't exist anymore. And it's, <laughs> it's, I love that. I love that. I love that. Doctor Zena, if you had one gem of wisdom that you could pass on to our listeners today, what would it be? I would say trust yourself. Mm -hmm. Trust your own knowing. Mm -hmm. Because no one else knows you better than you, yeah. and if you're honest with yourself. And, and if you know something is wrong, if you just said something is wrong, there is, and don't you stop until you, you sort it out. Got it. Love that, love that. And where can people connect with you? Uh, you can connect on uh, heartspeak.com. Yep. My email, Dr. Ann at heart. I should change it to Dr. Zena. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ann at heartspeak.com. Lovely. Follow me on Twitter at, uh, uh, at Dr. Ann Jensen. Oh, I'm going to do that now. Let me quickly do that. And I'm not a big tweeter, but I tweet sometimes. Okay. Well, I'm going to follow you. <laughs> Everyone else that's listening, I want you to take a second just to do that as well. Not Dr. Zena, it's Dr. Ann Henson. Dr. Ann Jensen, J-E-N-S-E-N. Got you. Followed. Done. And uh, we'll pop the links underneath uh, the podcast as well so people can just connect with you and find out more about your work and how they can get some of the heart speak yeah. power, not magic, power in their life. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure having a chat with you today. Everyone, I think you'll join me in thanking Dr. Zena for coming and talking about her fabulousness today. Uh, do check out all of the resources that she's offered there. The heart speak is really groovy. You need to see how you can connect with it, especially if you're dealing with some deep issues that you want to clear, some irritable bits and pieces just going on in your life. For me, it was this weird tummy glove in the middle of my tummy. Some people, like you said, there's rashes and other physical ailments that really are symptomatic of, of, of things that should be cleared and, and can be cleared. So accept the gift of this in your life. I'll be back next Sunday with another fab interview. There's also the Q&A. M's on her supernatural tour at the moment, so we're every two weeks at the moment, but keep checking in. And yeah, on Tuesdays, I have my little motivational message. Look forward to having you back with us and do it with Dan. Until then, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content.